0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have
1: Zira, Kit, Bria,
0: and uh, Flick. Constipated? (laughs) Last week, the party fought Semyaza and her sister. The last time anyone in the party confronted Semyaza, it was Flick on his own in a sort of astral space as he attempted to consecrate the Western Islands node. Now, several levels and seasons later, everyone is here in the flesh and things were rough. Bizdira was nearly knocked out of the fight, but Kit's enhanced death ward kept her going. Bria was hurled through hell, Flick has his sister's ire at the moment, and Mirko is... uh, melting. After an interestingly timed natural 20, Mirko has lost control of his siphoning of the node's magic and has warned the party that it is happening fast and it's happening now. What will our adventures do next? Will they stay long enough to ensure their nemesis's death or will they choose self-preservation and flee what is soon to be the site of a powerful magical explosion? Let's find out, hey y'all.
2: Hello. Hello.
3: Hi.
0: Silence. Really? Nothing. Just nothing.
2: So I have, I texted Taryn this week. Okay. Because I was like, hey, you know, I I couldn't sleep. So when I can't sleep, I tend to, a couple things happen. A, I usually get a song stuck in my head that's just on repeat. But then I also go into like a lucid dreaming. But in my lucid dreaming, I'm just like, God, I can't sleep. What is going on? And I was like, Oh, that's why I'm building a freaking wizard, and it's leaking into my real life because wizards don't need to sleep; they just meditate. Wizards Wait,
0: sleep. Oh elves... That
2: was my thought process. Oh, but,
3: oh yeah. I see. I oh, see. Oh, oh. That was
2: the that was the my dream logic. My, I got it I got it. It. Dream got it. I got it. My Dream was that I building a D and D character was making it so that I couldn't sleep because they didn't sleep.
0: That's incredible. That's um, what I said. I, I um on a scale of one to ten, how concerned should we be? Is really sort of my <laughs> yeah. question. I
2: think. Well. So let me elaborate a little further because last night it happened again. Oh, my God. This time in my lucid dream. And I'm going to preface this by saying that I just finished reading a book called The Butchering Art, which is fascinating. Uh, And it's uh, about... This is going well so far. It's a true story about Joseph Lister who is the guy that basically created the use of antiseptics during surgery in the Victorian era, right? Listerine. Yes. So I'm in my dream and I'm like lucid dream and I'm walking through this place with somebody and I'm like kind of looking at it. It's like, oh, I could, you know, maybe rent a room here to like work and all this. I was like, but I don't know what this place is about. So I go around and there's a a group of people around a table and I go up and I'm like, hey, so what is this place about? And this woman gets up and she's like, oh, I can't wait to show you. And she pulls a book down and she hands it to me. And there's like a little spiral of text that like as she's talking to me, I realize what it is. And she's like, we believe here that all depression is caused by the use of Listerine. And it's literally the... Ending of a paragraph that I sent to my boyfriend about Listerine in this book. What? As like a product. And I closed the book and I was like, lucky for me, I stopped using Listerine a long time ago and I use natural products now. And like walked away. Uh,
3: Okay. (laughs) What?
2: I'm speechless. I woke up and I was like, I don't. (sighs) I need sleep.
3: (laughs) Right. I need
4: actual sleep. (laughs) I would like to continue this story. Oh, no. Um so last night this I had three of a this D&D story. <laughs> dream truly about this podcast uh similar to the one that I had at the bowling alley if everyone remembers that one. Oh my god <laughs> yes.
3: but this I one was
4: we were recording our final episode and we had like a studio this huge table you had set up minis for us it was like a big deal there was like a bunch of stuff He's terrified right now. It's a bad, it's a scary dream for you. And there was a cast of probably 20 people there. We had all of these people that were like supporting characters, one of which was a girl that I just really don't like. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? (laughs) Anyway, um, so I was mad that she was there and there was like this whole thing. And then we're all sitting around this table. And finally, as with any table that's more than five people, really – we finally get everyone to calm down and, like, know where we're at in the story, know what we're doing, know what the plan is. And then, like, someone was like, well, let's take a group picture first. And then, like, the, me. I'm sure the it was me. five of us. And No, it wasn't. It was someone else. And then the we were all set up. And so then we all, like, stand up. And then, like, they were all trying to be in the front of the picture. And I was like, excuse me, no. Like, we've put a lot of time and effort into this. We're going to be front and center. Anyways, we got the picture. We all go to sit back down we start playing, and I look around and I go, aren't we going to use any microphones? <laughs> we had no <laughs> microphones set up, no cameras, nothing. So we were going to play this last episode and apparently never release it to <laughs> people that have been with us this whole time. So, um That would anyways, be quite the ladder hanger. Uh, yeah. That was... um
3: The ultimate ladder <laughs> hanger.
4: <laughs> anyways, it, it was the daylight savings night. Um, for those of you who are wondering mm-hmm. when this dream happened, and for parents, we don't get that extra time. So I was very stressed about daylight savings. And um, let's play d d
0: Please, please. <laughs> I had a physical reaction to you saying did. that we forgot microphones. <laughs> so we should... And we had
4: started playing. No. We had started mm-hmm. playing.
3: No. no.
0: No. Please, can we start playing now? And just to confirm, I'm not dreaming or hallucinating that we all have microphones right no uh, i check, think everyone's yes. recording also yep. when
4: we when we did get microphones we only had our five so all 20 people had to share the same five microphones. okay we have to start
0: i'm <laughs> gonna pu- we have to start Too close we have to go. here we go let's play D. <laughs> all right we are in initiative as we hop back in uh let us refresh what has been happening so uh you all have been uh combating Semyaza and her sister uh, bizdire in particular has been focused on the rock armored uh, the rock armored sister and it has been it has been rough but Bizdira's has given some good some good swings uh, Semyaza, meanwhile has been sort of dealing with the the rest of you Mirko uh, was originally invisibly although I don't think he's invisible anymore right um, has been siphoning the magic out of the node and just sort of lost control and it's all happening very very fast.
4: I do have a question. Is Samyaza's and the sisters' fighting style in line with what we have known them to be fighting-wise? Does that make sense? I'm still paranoid that Samyaza is the one in the armor.
0: Um, I mean, Everybody for what, is what it is worth, none of you except for Flick have ever seen either of these people before. Uh, This is, in fact, the first time that any of you are seeing Semyaza or the other sister. Um, I I mean, certainly the Semyaza that you see has been casting spells, and the sister in the rock armor hasn't. So that much tracks with what you know about them, right? You know that the other sister is is more of sort of a, a weapons master battle, you know, melee combat type. Uh, and Semyaza, you know, is uh, has has sort of made a. I, I, we should never really delve too deep into this because it's sort of dark AF. But like, she's made a deal with her dad for power. So, so uh, as far as you can tell, in your limited experience, uh, it, firsthand experience with these two, yeah, everything does seem to sort of make sense.
4: Okay, I'm satisfied with that, and I will let this go.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, sh- shit is is popping off, and we are at the top of a round of initiative,
3: which means that we are on flick. Delightful. How <laughs> no, much you love going first? It's my dream, especially coming into this episode specifically. I am going to look to Mirko as he is. Kind of making this announcement, so to speak. How is mm. he looking? Just like a quick I glance. Mean, t- bad. Very bad. Very bad, yeah. Um.
0: You can see, like, you know, uh, there are literally just bits dripping off of him. Uh, and on the floor, and, like, it, it's not, like, he can still speak at this point, but you sort of see, like, his nose sort of seems to have slid a little ways down his cheek. So, likely, uh, he's gonna lose, uh, you know, enough cohesion to really do much of anything except continue to absorb this magic within the next, I, I don't know, six to twelve seconds? That's
4: what's <laughs> gonna be my question. Are we thinking more six, or are we thinking more twelve? Uh,
3: yeah, it's a good question that you're not sure about the answer to. Mm, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, since I do not recall, is my, Mm. is Simyaza alone or is anyone else close to her? That I do not remember. I want to shatter her before I get the hell out of here.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you could, I mean, you're, you're pretty deft with the placement of the, you know, origin of the spell. So I think you could manage it. Yeah.
3: Okay. Wonderful. I'll place it maybe just like uh, five or seven feet behind her just to get her. That is a con save.
4: Is there any way we can force her to fail this save? Do we have anything like that?
3: Today? Oh, I can give her disadvantage. Ooh. And I'm going to do that. Nah. Even though I think I only have that's okay. I have, that's one of two okay. that I have left. So I got to be careful. Oh,
0: we're, we're hopefully booking it out of here right now. So disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So with di- this is a what save? A con save, right? Mm-hmm. So with disadvantage, it's a
3: 19. Oh, that's Fucking horrible. She still takes. Yeah. I rolled.
0: I rolled a nat 20 and an
3: 18. Rude. <laughs> That is total 13, so she takes seven. Six. six Rounded down.
0: Okay. Yeah, she, and I, I mean, it wasn't a bad plan because she does look rough. She sort of, this explosion of sound uh, hits her, and she does sort of stumble back and clutch at herself a little bit where she obviously is, uh, you know, it, that hit her hard, and she is not feeling great at the moment, I will say, uh, but she is still standing.
3: Now I'm going to lower myself down on my broom um, closer to the floor closer to the trap door, but I don't want to leave because I think my plan in my head is to try and grab Bria because she's going to be on the back of the broom with me, I guess, whenever we exit this place, question mark. That's kind of what we've been going with, so... Uh, That's my plan. Meta gaming friends, I suppose. (laughs) I don't know. You do whatever you want, but that's kind of my thought process. All right. So you are flying on your broom over to sort of hover above the,
0: the trap door that you all came into the node chamber through. Next up is Semyaza. She takes a moment to gather herself again after she got blasted by your spell. She looks over at Mirko and I'm gonna give her an arcana check to figure out what is... Oh, yes. Okay, so that's a 15 arcana. She realizes what Mirko is doing and she just starts, like, wordlessly screaming. Like, angry screaming. Uh, it doesn't have an effect other than that, you know, she's she's mad. She's very mad. She's figured out that you all you all were the ones who got rid of the gate you all were the are the reason that the node is about to be depowered you have beaten the ever living shit out of her her fucking brother is about to escape again so she no. runs to Ew. her sister.
4: She runs to her sister. Can we stop? Can we stop her? Can we? How can we stop her? Am I? Um, I'm I gonna you trip her. Near all of, any of that?
0: You, yeah, trip her. You are near. You are near her sister, Bizdira. Yeah, Bria. I think you're uh, close enough to get a swipe at her as she runs because she's not gonna disengage.
4: I'm gonna throw up. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna use my inspiration. It was even worse. Oh.
0: Okay. I, I, what I do don't... we got? The
4: girl it's we're a... fighting for. <laughs> It's a
0: 12. That misses. Yeah. That okay. misses Semyaza. Back. Semyaza runs to her sister, screams just a string of obscenities at you, Flick, as she grabs her sister's shoulder, spits out an incantation, and the two of them vanish. Back. Casters, uh, I will take our checks to identify the spell. Jesus. Uh.
1: Yeah. I cast up too With
4: yeah, disadvantage? All of us two. <laughs>
0: Uh, With uh, with disadvantage, everybody, because of the cold exhaustion. Yes, indeedy.
4: I literally have not rolled above a three today.
0: Well, Uh, Oh, no.
4: You're in prison.
0: All right. uh, So you rolled a a three. Is that what I'm hearing, uh, Bria? What's that adjusted?
4: That's a four.
0: Okay. Okay. Flick. A 15. All right, and Kit.
1: Oh one.
0: Oh, Kit. You're so upset about what's happening. Uh, I hate it to ask, but Bizdira?
2: 17. God. Yes. Yes. I crit on the first one.
0: <sighs> uh, Flick and Bizdira, because this is a spell that is not unfamiliar to the two of you, you realize that Semyaza just dimension-doored the two of them out of this chamber.
3: Funny, that was my plan, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great minds or whatever they say uh, so that is Semyaza, uh Semyaza's turn uh, the other sister will do a thing that you all cannot see which brings us to Kit
1: I mean I'm just gonna yell at my siblings we have to get out of here uh-huh. and I'm gonna run to the trap door and start Absolutely. leaving
0: yeah definitely so you leap down there and start a motoring as far as you can go you dashing yeah alright are you wild shaping it or not yet
1: uh, no no, I don't think so.
0: I think that's probably why is because yeah. the tunnel is a little too small for some of the flying forms. That's
1: what I, that was I thinking. think you are
0: anticipating. Yep. Alrighty. righty. So Kit dashes, jumps down and runs. Bria. I'm
4: so mad. Um, I'm so mad. I know. <sighs> um, first, I'm going to take a little bit of healing from the healing spirit. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, oh right. Yeah. That still works down,
1: even though so I,
4: I run forget. away, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Another five points.
4: Woohoo, thank you. No problem. Um, and then I am going to also start booking it, I guess. I'm really bummed okay. about this. Um, we already discussed that Robert is was like sitting on the edge of the trapdoor, so they can just Yeah, start they can in, just right? drop okay. down and
0: start going as well. Or yeah. I
4: guess I can hop on the back of Flick's broom since he was waiting for me, so I'll just hop on the broom so we're ready to go.
0: Okay, great. Uh that brings us to Bizdira.
4: Uh as long as no one's blocking the
2: trapdoor, she's gonna run and just basically, like, not cannonball, but, like, tuck in all of her limbs and just jump down the trapdoor.
0: Hilarious. And start running uh, from Kit. Yeah, how far are you getting? Kit made it 60 feet from where she started.
2: I'm sticking with Kit.
0: Okay, you're sticking with Kit. Yeah. So you will dash, but only just to get... The extra like oh, 10 feet up to where Kit is. I need
2: to dash. My boots are on still. Come on.
0: Okay, so uh, uh, Kit and Bizdira down in the tunnel, Flick and Bria on the broom at the top, ready to zoom down. There is, as there has been throughout this fight, there is a sort of rumbling, crashing sound coming from the sealed, closed doors. But this time there is something to go along with just the sound, as the doors are decimated, burst inward in pieces because Kit so deftly stone-shaped them together, that it took this long for a somewhat familiar-looking adult white dragon to burst through the doors and into the node chamber. As The dragon bursts in. Unfortunately, it took the dragon's action to break down the doors, but it clocks you two, Bria and Flick. And you clock it as well, and you notice that while Semyaza is nowhere in sight, the other rock-plated sister is riding astride this dragon and lets out a shriek as she throws a javelin with her held action at Flick. Does a 14, no, sorry, a 15 hit you? No, it does not. Okay, so a javelin comes. Oh, she gets extra attack, So let's try again. Uh, no, that's even worse. Okay, so two javelins come flying at you, but both of them go a little wide and miss. Uh, but there's there's a big old dragon uh, and your sister here in this chamber. Next on the initiative is Mirko. Mirko, you know, one eye sort of meanders to his chin uh, and one whole hand sort of falls off. And he begins to levitate, to hover. The power of the node lifts him up and you can see through him. Even the parts of him that are still intact. Uh, You can tell are made of Glorp and this, the light of the magic from the node is illuminating him as he rises up and floats above the node itself. That brings us to the
3: top of the next round. Flick. While this is all very fascinating and I mentally would like to stay like in this shot like i want to keep watching this movie um mm. flick is going to dimension door both of us out of here uh mm. past the tunnel into the opening mm. like just outside the opening of the like island moat thing what's it called land moat the, the earth moat earth moat that's what it is mm-hmm. uh, so
0: yeah we'll say you're hover in fact let's let's uh, let's meet in the middle and say that you are hovering at the entrance Great. at this point um i love that all right so you two are out of danger at the mo- Moment. Uh, Semyaza is pissed and doing things. Uh, the sister is astride a dragon and has to wait for the dragon to move, so that brings us to Kit.
1: Did we hear the crash of the door of the stone opening? Oh,
0: there is zero chance that you did not hear that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Can I... Are we in a place in a tunnel where I could stone shape a door behind us just on the off chance anyone wants to follow us?
0: Yeah, I think that door that you created in the second obstruction, I think you're close enough to that that you could... You could reshape that plug back into a solid wall. Yeah.
1: Okay, and that's behind us. I'm not gonna, like, we're past it. I just don't want to trap Vizdira. I'll hold the Oh, answer. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. Next yeah, it's like, yeah.
0: well, I think you both went about 60 feet, so it's, like, right behind you.
1: Alright, so I'll just put my hand out behind me. I'm gonna close up the door again, and then I'm gonna keep yeah, running.
3: absolutely. Bria? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and Flick, as a reaction, will go right in my ear. <laughs>
4: Um, yeah, I got nothing else but screams. Um. Just okay. want to note that at some point one of us should grab Robert was part of our plan, if possible. I
3: think Robert was already down, wasn't he? Hiding in the little trapdoor area, right? They were sitting with their legs sort
0: of over, waiting to drop down. So they've hopped down, and and I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. That's fine. We can say either. We can say Bizdira grabbed. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: Grabbed Robert on the way. That's fine.
4: Yeah. It's just very yes. important to a plotline that I want to make happen.
0: I, look, I appreciate you being attached to this NPC. Makes me feel good about the NPC. Next up on the initiative is Bizdira. <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm with
2: Kit, with Robert, waiting on her to change and jump on her.
0: Okay, so you'll head up another 30 feet to Matt to keep pace with uh, Kit, and that brings us to the dragon's turn. Uh, you all can hear the dragon behind you coming, and- (laughs) the dragon gets a nat 20 on its athletics check to burst through. Uh, You also realize the two of you, Kit and Bizdira, you can see that there is a certain ease with which this white dragon burrows through stone. And you realize that white dragons are burrowers anyway. But it uses once again, the good news is, it once again uses its action to burst through the stone. So it can't attack you all. Uh, And fortunately, its burrow speed is not as fast as its fly speed. Uh, So in fact, uh, it it is a way behind you at this point, uh, but it does make it through that obstruction kit that you created. You see it back there. Um, uh, Semyaza, not Semyaza, the other sister uh, has one more javelin uh, on her back, uh, and she is going to throw it at Bizdira, evens or odds? Evens. It's gonna throw it. Kit! Oh, uh, Kit, does an 11 hit you? Nope. Clearly she is. She just wears these javelins as decoration. She's never actually <laughs> tried to use them before. Yeah, her specialty is melee, uh, you know. Her speci- yeah, d- not even thrown. Like, you got to be right there. She needs to, like, see the light leave your eyes when she kills you. Oh, all right. That was their turn. Uh, Mirko, you all begin to feel or see, I guess, for Bria and Flick, since you're hovering outside. You all begin to feel the earth moat begin to sort of shake. And vibrate even beyond what the dragon should be causing. Flick, we are back up to you.
3: I'm gonna fly a little bit o- away from the earth moat because now I'm real <laughs> nervous.
0: And that yeah. dragon's gonna How far follow
3: you us,
4: and we're gonna have well, to.
3: Well, I'm optim. Well, I don't know about the dragon making it through the tunnel. Wait. I do. We did see the dragon, but I didn't. I we knew that Kit was gonna stone shape, and we knew that was gonna happen. So I'm I'm optim. Flick is. I shouldn't say I'm. I know what's happening, but Flick is optimistic. That the plan is going to work.
4: Okay, I'm I'm just afraid. This is Bria talking. I'm just afraid that he's going to be real fast at flying once he gets out. If he oh, gets no, out.
3: No doubt about that. I, okay, so I'm going to start scouting around to see, like, is it safer to go down or, like, over to a mountain? Or I'm going to start scouting around, I think.
0: I mean, you are very high up in the air, and I will say that every six of one does in the other. Everything is sort of equidistant. So you could go down and try and fly towards, like, I don't know, maybe part of that forest that's a little ways away. Uh, it's quite a ways away at this point. But you could go there and try and lose yourselves. You could fly towards the mountains, although you have a sense that the dragon is familiar with the mountains, since that's where he found you in the first place. What about the hole
3: directly below us?
0: Certainly an option. Okay. I think, so where are you I going?
3: Think, I, 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 I mean, away, definitely away from the Earth mode as far as I can, which okay. I think is 50 feet. Where I'm going to dash, so 100 feet.
0: Okay, 100 feet out. And just out, just sort of out, not towards anything in particular, just out in the Uh, air.
3: Downwards as well. I don't want those things, uh, those devils, like flying, scouting devils to see me. Okay, so 100 feet down. Love it. Semyaza does a thing.
1: No, she doesn't.
3: you all are...
0: (laughs) Huh? I said, no, she she, she, doesn't.
3: You didn't see her do it, so she didn't do it.
0: So it isn't real. Um, Yeah, the sister has to ready an action because she doesn't have any more thrown weapons, so she can't actually do anything right now. So she'll ready another action. Uh, And that brings us to Kit. Okay, two questions.
1: Question number one, is the tunnel large enough for me to wild shape into a giant? Vulture.
0: Huge size or large, large. size? Large. Then yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. Question number two. I don't remember if we established this last time. The air uh-huh. elemental wild shape. Could I theoretically uh-huh. in somehow in grasp Bizdira in this in that wild shape form and uh, fly that way?
0: Yeah, I think that's very cool. I think you absolutely can. I think you can sort of Whirlwind Bizdara without any of the damage. Just like hold her in your whirlwind and fly. I think that's great. Yeah.
1: All right, we're gonna do that because that's the fastest one, and we gotta get out of here. <laughs> we
0: gotta get out of here.
3: <laughs> Let's get out of here.
0: Okay, uh, so that'll be a bonus action to shift, uh, spending both of your wild shapes to turn into an elemental. So you still have your action if you wanna if you want to dash and make it 180 feet. Uh,
1: yes, that. Running. (laughs)
0: All right, all right. At this point, you are about uh, then 180 feet plus everything you've done before means you're about a little bit more than halfway down this tunnel. You can see the light at the end begin to shine towards you. Uh, I love it so much. Bria on the back of the broom. anything?
3: Uh, (laughs) Ah! Bria, you said that last time. (laughs) Right (laughs) in my ear. I
4: am going to... I guess just, like, ready a short bow in case I see the dragon or some or someone that is not my family.
0: Yeah, Bizdira, that brings us to you. You are currently engulfed in a big ol' air elemental. It's weird.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Great. Trust in Kit.
0: Yep, that seems like the correct move at this point. Um, fantastic. The dragon, you all see uh, the the uh, stone-encased sister sort of lean down and whisper something to the dragon. Uh, and the dragon takes a few steps towards you all and then begins clawing as it moves, clawing at the tunnel. And you see that the tunnel in places is beginning to collapse and break apart Uh, and uh, Bria and Flick make me perception checks please with disadvantage because of your exhaustion Flick, Uh, that's an 11. Uh, And Bria? Seven. Okay, things happen. Uh, The dragon cannot catch up with the two of you. However, you are, now that you're in this form kit, you are definitely outpacing the dragon. That seems to sort of be the point. Um, And so it goes maybe 15 feet or so to try and catch up with you all and then stops. The sister gives it another order and it burrows straight down. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be tubular if you could pop on over to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We hope to read those reviews on the air when we see them, and we would like to see them so that we can read them. So, rate and review and all that. Okay, Thanks. We also want to remind everyone, of course, about our Patreon page. Go to Patreon.com/slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if that's not enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you're also supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can find out more information about all of these things by checking out our Patreon page. But right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. So a huge thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, Ark, and our newly upgraded Herald just started this month, Casual Pops. Thank you so very much for becoming a Herald. Of course, we want to say thanks to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Ricado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at At idlechampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at battlebards.com, scottbuckley.com.au, and in comptech.filmmusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. Media. All right. Real quick for any of our listeners who are in the San Diego area or anyone who's going to be at San Diego Comic-Con in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. I'm going to be running a live show game of Into the Motherlands uh, on Saturday, November 27th. So the second day of Comic-Con. If you're going to be around, uh, be sure to let me know so that hopefully I'll see you after that show on Saturday. You can get more information on the Comic-Con website and there's going to be a link for that in the episode notes. All right, that's all the announcements we've got this week. Let's get back to this very exciting episode. Spoiler alert, the rest of this episode and next week's episode are entirely in initiative because these players went for it and were going to survive no matter what. And we had a great time playing these episodes. We think it was super exciting to play. Hopefully it's super exciting to listen to. So let's get back to it. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. And happy gaming, y'all.
3: That brings us back to the top of the round with Flick. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so now I'm going to... Well, you know what? Bria, how you looking?
4: I am down 22 out of 69 hit points.
3: Okay, I'm going to give you a Cure Wounds.
4: Thanks. Take a little pause to put a Band-Aid on.
3: Jo- yeah, put on. a Band-Aid on you. Uh, that's another seven to you. And then four. I don't have any more inspirations left. And I am going to try and fly now a little bit more out so that hopefully when Kit and Bazdira exit that tunnel, they can see us a little bit better, other than being directly down.
0: Uh, sure. And ha- uh, 50 or 100 feet. Oh, you cast a spell. Uh, 50, so 50. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, sister's doing a thing. Semyaza's doing a thing. Kit?
1: We're going, we're getting out of this earth boat.
0: (laughs) Woohoo, you are 50 feet from the opening of this tunnel uh, with a dash. Uh, You are so very close. I do need you to make me a dexterity saving throw to avoid some of the falling rocks as this tunnel begins to collapse around you. Fortunately, you're fast enough that there really isn't, and you would know this in the moment, there isn't a danger of you getting like trapped in here, like, you know the tunnel collapsed upon you. You're going very fast, uh, but you might get you know our favorite brained by a by a st- falling rock or two. Ha ha! Ha ha! <laughs>
1: Twenty one. Twenty
0: one, and that will that will ride for uh, your passenger as well. So the two of you are able to avoid getting smacked by falling rocks on your uh, on your journey. Anything else, Kit? No,
4: we're just flying.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Bria. Ah! Uh huh.
4: Short bow again. <laughs> so okay. Gonna, and I think right. I am gonna start being concerned that we have not seen the ladies yet, so I might sure. start talking to Flick more about the dragon. Uh, sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm concerned that maybe he has trapped them. Um, not that we're going back up at this moment, but yes, I'm. Yep. I'm scared. I'm scared.
0: Absolutely, Biz Dira. Anything on your end? Ah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Is that the episode title? Just, ah! Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think it is. I mean, if I
1: were
2: to ready, like, uh... a a ranged attack if I see the thing, would I hit Kit? Because I'm engulfed in her, basically. Like
0: what is? Oh, like a radiant sunbolt.
2: Yeah, or my steering sunburst, which has a further...
0: You know, I was gonna say no, you could do it, but you'd have disadvantage because of all the wind, Mm -hmm. but a radiant sunbolt is magic and I don't think would be blown aside by a strong wind. So actually, yeah, I think you're okay.
2: So I'm gonna prepare a steering sunburst because it's a 150 foot range.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. If I see sister, dragon, any of that. Great. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Next up, you, Bria, and Flick. S- and since you are, since Bria in particular has brought your attention uh, and are aware of the moat very closely looking for your sisters, uh, you see the bottom of the earth moat just Crack open, and massive stones go plummeting down. Uh, fortunately, you moved out a little bit in the last turn flick, so you don't—you're not in danger of being hit by any of these, because they are. Big, uh, but they just begin to fall, and the white dragon bursts out from, as if sort of being born of this earthmoat egg. This enormous white dragon with your sister on its back uh, comes exploding out of it, and right behind it, you all see that Mirko has finished his task because there is another searing flash of light. And it seems to, because of the path that the dragon has sort of tunneled through this moat, the energy sort of almost seems to be funneled that way. And I will have the dragon make a dexterity saving throw, because the brunt of that magical explosion fires directly out of the bottom of this earth moat, a blinding, multicolored light. Let's see how the dragon does. It rolled an 18 for a 23 on its dexterity saving uh, so it will only get clipped a little. Uh, it'll be half damage and gets clipped a bit uh, as the explosion occurs. Uh, and the dragon, now that it's flying, has much more movement and is able to fly out a little bit, which the two of you can see is happening. And actually, the two of you that are inside, Kit and Bizdira, can feel this. With the power of the node siphoned and the power of Cania gone because the portal was closed, the earthmote
3: begins... To fall, mm-hmm. flick. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, straight away, as far away from the earth moat as possible, as far away from the dragon as possible. A hundred feet on the broom, and I. I uh, 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 but I don't. I I don't know. I th- I'm gonna. Uh, I, I truly I truly don't even know. I don't. I'm gonna prepare. Something a an at what do I have We're ranged broken. wise? I, I'm broken. I'm, I, 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 I mean, I have a longbow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prepare a longbow for. Well, well, if
0: you want to prepare, then you're not dashing 100 feet. You're just going. Oh, to 50. oh,
3: you're right. Well, no, then I'm dashing. That's what I'm doing.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Semyaza, so, the sister. Yeah, not in the moment. Preparing kit.
1: We're getting out of here. We can do it. Dash, dash, dash.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it only takes you 50 feet to get out of the to get out of the tunnel. Uh, why don't you make a Perception check to spot your friends. Both of you can make this.
2: I rolled like crap, just like usual. yeah, with disadvantages, is 7.
0: Okay, and kit you.
2: <laughs> I rolled a 6 on both die, which makes oh it God. a 10.
0: <laughs> I don't think you spot them in this moment, which doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, you can choose how you want to react, but you don't in this in these 6 seconds in this moment that you burst forth from the tunnel as it collapses behind you, you don't see your friends.
1: I, I mean, I I think that's fine. I think, honestly, like considering everything that's going oh, yeah. on, and like, oh yeah, it, I'm assuming we felt it start to fall. So. Oh yeah. I just, I'm just getting as far away as I can. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Straight out, out and down, out and up. Are you heading towards anything in particular?
1: Um, I think straight out for now. And, Great. um, maybe if, maybe angling towards, uh, the, cause we flew from like a mountain side or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like maybe mm-hmm. angling towards that, but. Okay. But really it's just like, uh, out and away.
4: <laughs>
0: Great. Bria, you are up.
4: Uh, There's nothing I can do to help Flick go faster, right?
0: No, I do think... I think it is fair to say that you, at the very least, spot Kit and Bhizdira come out of the tunnel, because you've been watching for them.
4: Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna short bow the dragon.
0: (laughs) Disadvantage, but sure.
4: I crit on one of
0: them. (laughs) Uh,
4: A 14 definitely hits a dragon, right? A
0: 14 does not, in fact, hit this adult white dragon. Um... (laughs) Alright. But you know, in case Flick hadn't noticed, uh Bria sends an arrow off and you then also spot uh spot your friends as they come out. Anything else, Bria?
4: No. Just just yelling at Flick to go faster uh, and he, yep. yeah. I'm trying He's like, I'm trying. Just try. just back broom driving over here.
0: Absolutely. Bizdira, anything from you?
2: Um, I guess I'll do this during star- sunburst, yeah? Uh
0: yeah, sure.
2: Uh it's a con save. Ah, okay. And it's a 20-foot sphere, so I'm going to aim it towards both of the dragon and the sister.
0: Oh, great. The dragon gets an 18 to save. Yeah, will save. And the sister gets a 22 to save. Well,
2: they get a little bit of a blinding thing, and then they find.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a flash of light. You're
2: like, ow! It's a flash of
0: drums.
2: It's so bright. Golden and coat. I did
0: it wrong. I like right. where sure you went with it, though. Thank you, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It is their turn. I need to see which little party they want to go after. Now, Flick and Bria, you are further out and smaller and didn't just attack with a burst of light. Uh, so I'm gonna put this on a D8, and I'm gonna say 1 through 5 is Kit and Bizdira, and Six, seven, eight is Flick and Bria. It is an eight on the die. So the dragon uh, spots the broom, the flying broomstick, and the little uh, you know matchstick that came flying. He really nowhere really near the dragon. Threatened
4: by my shortbow.
0: It's very threatened. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, comes towards you all, and I I need the two of you, please, to make Constitution saving throws as he breathes his frosty breath at you. Flick, what is your con save? Uh, that's
3: a seventeen.
0: All right, and Bria?
4: I've played a lot of (laughs) D&D, and uh, never in a game have I ever wanted to cheat so much as I have during this game because my die rolls have been so bad. That would be an eight. Oh! But I have evasion.
0: That is true, except it's for dex saves, and this was a con save. it! That is 42 points of cold damage that both of you take all of. Wait, me too? Yeah, you got a 17, right? Ugh. Both still up? Uh-huh. I'm up. Good. All right. That's great news. Uh, next can I, up.
4: Can my fire shield send it some damage?
0: No. Uh, Please,
4: that's what it absolutely. does.
0: Yeah, in melee range.
4: Ah, uh, whatever.
0: I am, I am not well.
4: Me either. You know what
0: I do need are a couple of strength saves to stay aboard that brew. I'm very No, good this at is strength. this is my worst. This is my <laughs> worst <nightmare.
3: laughs> Flick what's your strength save modifier? <laughs> I don't wanna tell anyone. <laughs>
0: I crit. Oh, okay, my Flick stays aboard. Bria. Which Ten. means it's still a 19. <laughs> shows you what I'm sorry, part. Bria. What was your, con- your strength saving throw?
4: I rolled an 11 and I have a negative one. So it's a 10.
0: Bria begins. Bria slips off as part of the broom gets icy from the cold breath.
4: And she uses her feather fall token.
0: And begins to fall, but she can use her feather fall <laughs> token. Absolutely. And Bria, as Bria falls and activates her feather fall token, what do we hear? Uh... <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it for this week.
3: I don't think I liked this episode very much. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this week's
0: episode of The Last Refuge. Um, Be sure to listen next week to find out, um, you know, if the party survives long enough to get off the Northern Island, I think is really where we're at at this point. I don't know, man. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D. The letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more DND, go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood Dungeon Master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have...
1: Dira Kit. Bria.
0: (laughs) And Flick. (laughs) Happy gaming, y'all.
3: Flick. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) um i get it now i get it i get it Mm -hmm. uh i am it's right in my ear dash (laughs) i'm in front of you um (laughs) i yelled it at you you. i turned around around, i totally turned around to you (laughs) um